Welcome to the Colors Podcast. Actually, I'm going to be renaming this Prosper with Tracy. Um, I feel that we are all reaching a level of prosperity, and I'm here to encourage and to enlighten. First off, let me give praise, all praise to the Most High, my Heavenly Father, my Source, and my Salvation for creating me as the being that I am, here to encourage and bring enlightenment to this world that we live in. Um, On my Facebook page, I've been doing a 30-day challenge for happiness, just getting happy for no reason. So I wanted to carry that over here to my podcast page and just maybe expound on it a little bit more because I don't do my live very long. For all those people who just want to tune in and get a good word, we're going to start with this happiness challenge. So, once again, all praises to the Most High because He's the one who gives me the ability to do what I do. He gives me the knowledge and the insight we study to show ourselves approved. So let's just start here. There's nothing inside of each and every one of us that needs to be fixed. There are just things in our conscience that don't serve us well. They're not serving us well because God put in us a potential that helps us to be greater than what we think. But somehow we've gotten out of uniqueness and stepped into the cookie cutter role of trying to look and be and imitate other people. This is not the will of the Most High at all. You're stepping out of characteristics that were designed for you and you alone into characteristics of someone else. That's not it. So in our mind, we imagine how things are. We have this reasoning, this sense of being because of the way things used to be, which create what the way things are today. We're so engrossed by the way things are, meaning through our lens, that all we can do is find a thing or a a complaint. And when you start complaining, then you start blocking the flow of your potential. I call this block of flow worry. So what is worry? God tells us to worry not. In Philippians 4 and 6 says, do not worry about anything, but by prayer and supplication, present your request to the Most High. Then you who belong to Christ, will he will give the peace that surpasses all understanding. And this peace will control the way you think and feel. Now see, that's deep right there. When he gives you the peace that surpasses all understanding, it helps to control the way you think and feel. Because if you were feeling in a negative state, you now have been energized in a positive state to move forward because you've already presented your request. And you know that God is already diligently working for it for your good. So instead of hammering it out in your mind about what to do or what not to do, uh, just trust because when you don't you're saying hey I don't trust the source when you worry about things out of your control you're saying hey I don't think things are going to work out for my good you don't believe that there's always another way you don't believe that there's a plan already set in motion and in place you don't believe that you don't have to figure it out because when you do try to figure it out All you're doing is using your reasoning abilities. 
And the more you reason, the less likely you are to receive the requested thing. Your reasoning is better known as leaning to your own understanding. See, we always want to be in control. We always take back things from the Lord that we've already given him in prayer and supplication that we've left at the altar. But when we turn around and come around the block and pick it back up. See, that leaning to your own understanding, taking back the power from Yah and putting it back into your court because you feel that you could do a better job than the Most High. But we really can't. We need to stop allowing our feelings and emotions to lead us to creating the outcome of the things that we don't want. When we trust that God is working all things out for the good of those who love him, then we can walk in our peace and in our happiness. This is all we have to do. There's no other expectation. God doesn't expect you to figure it out. He just says, be still and know that I am Yah. When we are able to be still and know that he has already answered our request. When we have faith in he that is the source and not the resource. When we trust that God is a way maker. That's when we can relax. Then you have no other thing than to get up and be like the 24 angels that just give praise all day long. Oh, I thank you, Father. You can stay in worship. You can stay in praise. You can stay in the midst and in the middle of your praise because you know that you know that it's already been taken care of. And that's the awesome feeling that you should have. That's the awesome feeling that should remain. Not the negative energy, not people trying to project on you their feelings and emotions and what they think. Hey, if they're not believing in y'all, you can lead them to the water, but you can't make them drink. Hey, if they're okay being okay over there, let them stay over there. Take that way over there. But don't bring that over here into my atmosphere. But you're in control of that. You're in control of allowing people to keep their negative energy in in your presence. You can walk away. You can choose not to listen. We have to choose to edify ourselves and our minds by putting good things into our minds, by getting up and saying our prayers, by getting up and putting on the full armor of God, by getting up and meditating on those things that are praiseworthy. And then we have to let go of sometimes some of the entertainment that we like. You may not be able to watch those Housewives of Atlanta. You may not be able to watch that love and hip hop. You may not be able to watch the things that you used to watch because they're putting images, they're putting a reasoning into your mind that creates a doubt about something that you've prayed for. Spend more time elevating yourself. Surround yourself with people who are already elevated and that way you're trying to elevate to that level too. We all want to have a constellation of stars and we all want to be a better us. That better us starts with our mind. We must get rid of the stinking thinking and renew our mind daily by edifying it with positive things. So, on this mental mind note, on this 
deep topic today, I encourage you guys, reach out to someone. Don't be afraid. You're not an island. But just know that the battle has already been won. It's up to you to decide what side of the fence you're on. My name is Tracy, and that is my message today on the first day of 30-Day Challenge of Happiness. If you'd like to email me, you can email me at c.o.l.o.r.s6568 at gmail.com. If you're looking for any of our other resources, feel free to go to the website of Another Life Foundation that will provide you with resources for mental health. Also, if you're looking to improve your credit, you can also send me an email. And you can follow me on Facebook at Tracy Robinson DeRoe, where I have plenty of content and a lot of updates on things that are going on. This is Tracy. And bye for now. Good evening, good evening, good evening. All praises to the Most High. Again, this is Tracy, and welcome to Prosper with Tracy, also known as the Colors Podcast. And it's been a while since I've graced you with my presence, and I just want to say that I've been trying to get tuned in, turned on, and tapped in to my spiritual self, my well-being of who I am according to the riches and glory of Christ who created me, molded me, and made me, shaped me. But, um, you know, sometimes you just have to withdraw from what you're doing in this world in order to focus on yourself and focus on you know, how to be a better self. Actually, it's just really getting my mindset together and making sure that my mind stayed on things that were positive. Um, What I have come to understand is probably something that I've known for a while. We've probably all known these facts. It's just that um, the Bible is living. Um, It is the living word of God and um, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And when we heed its instructions, it yields for us fruits of righteousness that provides us um, the light, the light to stay on the path. See, um, the Most High, our source, He leads us in the path of understanding. And when we go off into the thicket of foolishness and tomfoolery of we know it and we can do it ourselves, um, the Most High is not going to go over there with you. He's going to stay on the path. Um, and he's going to continue to keep nudging you back to the path until you return. So um, with that being said, it's kind of a little bit off topic, but I wanted to get into a few things and not really a few things because I say that every time. I just wanted to get into something. And something that I wanted to get into is just a little something that I wrote. Excuse me for saying something several times. So let's be real. It's time to shed some light on a few matters. Most people live in the winter wonderland, the kind of sleepy reality that it's not my fault, but let's play the blame game, like blame it on the rain. When there's really no blame at all, you can't blame it on your parents. They were just doing what they were taught. Many years of many tears with many fears. And you see, from each generation to the next, one thing always remains the same, and that's the programming. And even though our well-intentioned adults 
we call them parents, try to give us guidance from the days of old, we naively accepted that truth. And we didn't even search or dig to see if that seed would yield proof. But we always thought, because they came before us, they have to pave the way for a better tomorrow. But still, we walk in this world and we carry about the sorrows, never challenging the seeds that were planted, just stepping and keeping things going, but taking mostly everything for granted. People looking for likes and virtual love through multiple media sites, while all the elite plan their course and keep rocking you to sleep, and they're slowly killing you with the food that you eat. So the various things that we do or do not see it's up to us to wake up and be set free. So that was a little poem that I wrote, you guys. Um, hopefully you guys can take some nuggets, <coughs> excuse me, from this poem, basically bringing us into a reality of that this world <coughs> is a bunch of programming. We're programmed every day with the things that we watch, the things that we listen to. Um, we believe that these rappers out here, especially in the black community, that they were all gangsters and thugs. Recently, I posted a picture of this up and coming group. Not even sure of the name of it, but congratulations to the ladies because they're beautiful black queens. And I will give them credit for that. But what has happened is that they've been put on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine, but they're dressed as hood rats and thugs. They're dressed as, you know, women who are not modest in their apparel and how they look. One of them grabbing their breasts, you know, one of them kind of sagging and showing all of this skin. They look like they got on uh, that kind of leather wear for people who like um, rough sex. I forget the name of it. It had come to me. But what I'm trying to say is, if you ever go back and look on the Rolling Stones magazine, and you go back in time, the framework of people who are not of color, not of minorities, they look like little homemakers and June Cleavers. You know, you don't see them out there in bustiers and half naked and all of that. No, their apparel is modest and they give you the impression of sweet and young and innocent. But when it comes to the blacks, they show them smoking marijuana, weed, and they're all thugged out and tatted up. I want my black people to wake up and realize that you are more than the validation of Hollywood. You are more than the validation of likes and stars and Twitter and all of these other distractions that we see in front of us that have come to be our norm. What they have done is created a new addiction for you. Even if you're not smoking marijuana, if you're addicted to your phone, to the team, to the like, or to being up to the latest and greatest, unfortunately, it's keeping your head down and not looking up. And looking up is where the source wants you to be. But here's the thing. You're asking God to deliver you. However, you're not willing to do what it takes to get what you're asking. Hmm. You get really, really mad when God interrupts your plan when I believe you were created for his glory. So if he interrupts your plan to get his plan done, why are you upset? All the while, we just want this instant God. 
We want the God that will honor us now and will obey him later. That's not the way it works. The Bible tells us to count it all joy when we encounter various trials and tribulations. And one might ask, how do I count trials and tribulation as joy? Because trials and tribulation are just your tutors. Conflict is your tutor. You have to have a tutor in order to be educated to grow into the things that you have not seen in order to keep expanding into the greater being that the Most High has created in you. We never end because we never stop growing. We never stop learning. There's nothing that we cannot accomplish if we don't put our mind to it. I've said this before, but God is waiting to do the unseen thing. He's waiting to do the thing that he hasn't done yet. He's already created a Bill Gates. He's already created a Facebook through Mark Zuckerberg. Now, I'm not saying that we should be leaning to the things of the world, but what I am saying is that whoever or whomever had the potential to create something, wherever that something is or however that something came to be in their mind, they created it the way the Most High wants to create something in you, but he can't do that if your mindset is, woe is me. I was born in the hood. I have to get this food stamps. We don't need the welfare attitude. And who said that the white education system, the public education system, has to be the only system that gives your children education and validation? If they will learn to be validated at home, calling themselves kings and queens and not bitches and niggas, then they would have a different expectation of their outcome of their life. If we sit them down and help them to do a history search and to study to show themselves approved and actually find out who they are and help them to fertilize and, and spring forth out of their whole being what they are supposed to be here to do, what they are here to create. But we don't do that because we get lost in the program. That movie, The Matrix, I feel like it's a good analogy of what we're going through. We're asleep. Some of us are in a dream that we can't wake up from of poverty because we refuse to get out of the poverty mentality and thinking. And we continue to watch programming that allows us to continue with that thinking and that thought process. It's not anyone's fault. No one has the power to ruin your life. No one has the power to keep you where you are between you and the Most High. All things are working out for the good of those who love Him because He has a plan to prosper you. In any work that He started in you, He will follow through to completion. But these things come with rules. They come with obedience. God isn't just going to keep doing, doing, doing and be, oh, these New Testament Christians and talk about, you know, well, God... It's going to forgive me for it. No, you're supposed to sin less. Once you know better, you're supposed to do better. If you know you're not supposed to be having sex except for within the context of a marriage, stop shacking and sleeping with somebody. Be celibate until God brings that person that person into your life. For he who finds a wife finds a good thing. So you females need to get yourselves ready so that you can be found. And you men, you need to be trained up to be men. And that doesn't mean sleeping with a woman over there on Section 8. That means if you don't work, you don't eat. 
these are the rules of engagement. It's been written since the beginning. The first thing that God gave to Adam was work. After he gave him work, then he gave him a woman. He didn't give him the woman first. The woman came after the work. So men, you were supposed to be the provider. And that's how God set it up from the beginning. And I know we're getting lost because our men aren't men anymore. They're being emasculated through feminist movements and the new masculinity. And it's okay to wear a dress. It's not. And we need to quit slapping God in the face like he has made a mistake when people say I'm fluid or I don't, I'm non-binary gender. What does non-binary gender even mean? We need to just quit making stuff up. God says, add nothing to it, take nothing from it. I don't ever recall in any book that I read from Genesis to Revelations, back and forth and forward and back, where God said anything else about gender besides male and female. I'm sorry. We can't feel ourselves into a new gender but we can feel ourselves into a better place with the most high. We can feel ourselves with the righteousness. We can meditate on those things that are praiseworthy. And we can follow the blueprint that has been laid out before us of how to live this life and live it more abundantly. Well, I hope that you guys will hit replay on this because I want you to take a deep dive, replay it, and listen to it maybe a little bit slower at the things that I was trying to say about us being stuck, about us being programmed, about us having the blame game, about us not challenging the things that we were taught. Hey, look, I know. I probably just sound like an activist, but I'm not. I'm just very passionate about the things that I say, and I hope that you guys can take away something from this today. Well, this is all that I have for you tonight. So, until my next episode, bye for now, and thank you for listening to my podcast.